0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, welcome everybody to the Sports Biz Pod. This is the Sports Biz Rundown. Today is Friday, March 20th. We release two episodes per week on Tuesday, featuring an interview with an athlete, entrepreneur, thought leader sports and entertainment. On Friday, we bring on special guests to rundown what happened this week in sports biz news, events, jobs, and more. This week, we're really excited to bring on Max Lepselter. He's the president of Max Branding and Management, based here in New York City area, and working on some major projects. But Max, really excited to have you on.
1: Absolutely, Nick. Appreciate you having me.
0: Amazing. So could you just give uh, the listeners just a little bit of the overview about yourself?
1: Absolutely. So uh, Max Management is a full service uh, off the field representation firm, as you mentioned, based in uh, New York, New Jersey. We specialize in everything besides player contracts. So uh, marketing endorsements, PR, uh, lifestyle day to day management, strategic business ventures, um, you know, just all encompassing legitimately everything. Uh, that an athlete needs and desires off the field. Uh, You know, we work cohesively uh, with some of the agents. Uh, Also, a lot of the relationships are directly through the client. We currently represent about 25 to 30 uh, NFL and NBA players exclusively, as well as probably another 5 to 10 non-exclusively that we work on a per project basis with. So, been around the industry my whole life. Been fortunate that I uh, grew up around it but also decided to kind of go in my own direction over the last several years. And, you know, as I kind of got my career started.
0: Thanks for that. Yeah, Max, I've been following along. It's really impressive with uh, what you guys are building and keep crushing in. And and I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing your insight just because you're kind of on the pulse, especially with what's going on in NFL free agency, how coronavirus is affecting the sports industry. So I'm really excited to kind of just hear your insight and, and kind of break all this down.
1: Absolutely I appreciate it you know it's uh, obviously it's a tough time for everybody right now there's no two ways about that I, I legitimately you know I look around I think to myself uh, a lot of people and you know very concerned and my heart is you know my heart my thoughts and prayers are with them uh, along with everybody else and obviously for my business my company and you know anybody, that is aligned and kind of involved in the sports and entertainment industry. you're definitely feeling the aftermath of kind of what has gone what is currently already occurred as well as what the unknown uh, you know for the foreseeable future holds.
0: Absolutely yeah and and um, I think we're on the same page with the mindset of like you know it's difficult times, but let's let's rally together, let's come up with creative ways to, to innovate. So, um, you know, looking Absolutely. forward to kind of collaborating with you and, and come in, throwing ideas to maybe help think outside the box. So, um, you know, it's going to be hard times, but it's going to be exciting times. So um, to get this started, we'll, we'll, we'll recap the uh, sports biz news. So obviously um, we'll start with the first article with uh, coronavirus spreading and nearly impacting every single sporting event. Uh, we don't – it would be a waste of us to kind of break down every single – sport or industry, just know that everything is canceled. So, um, Max, I guess, what was your initial reaction once you, you heard this news and how all this played out this past week?
1: You know, I, it's, it's, again, extremely, extremely unfortunate, uh, and but it's something that has had to happen. Uh, you look around at the major sports, and even over the last call, 48 to 72 hours, hearing names like Kevin Durant, Sean Payton – you know, monster, monster names, both on the player and coaches, uh, coaches side of the NFL and NBA who were diagnosed with uh, coronavirus and kind of seeing that as well as I, I know as of last night, I think there were four Lakers, if I'm not mistaken, a couple 76ers that have been diagnosed. And, you know, now I think it's going to, you know, over the next four to seven days, you're just going to see more and more. Uh, names, whether it's in the celebrity world, in the athlete space, entertainment space. And, you know, I understand this is what has had to happen, but there, there's no question that, um, you know, it's mind blown. It, never in our lifetime and even talking with my father, who's been in this industry a long time and, you know, in his very early fifties uh, this has never occurred uh, where something has been so impactful and has changed the trajectory not only of you know economically and society as a whole but yet alone if you're just talking about the sports and entertainment industry i mean you literally there there's nothing right now there is absolutely nothing and i think to myself also if you're you know you're in the gambling space and i think about some of the major sports books and fanduel and draft kings companies like that that you know the minute march madness was canceled the amount that impacted their bottom line for you know the fiscal year it's it's remarkable it's absolutely great.
0: It's insane. I mean, I guess we could bet on the weather now that there's uh, there's no sports. but
1: uh, Literally. That's <laughs> one of probably the best things at this point. So it, it, it's crazy. And obviously for us specifically, uh, you know, I definitely can tell you the draft. The draft absolutely, um, you know, was a killer for us. It definitely, you know, because we have some uh, larger, uh, we have some guys on the Raiders that are, Pretty significant names and, you know, guys on the Hall of Fame caliber level that were expected to be there announcing draft picks, and you know, on the corporate side. There's plenty of opportunity as well as some of our incoming uh, prospects, you know, that were projected in the first and second round. So, you know, you look back on it and it stinks and it's something that you got to take to the chin. But at the same time, as mentioned a couple minutes ago, you got to think about the rest of society and what other people are going through. And at the end of the day, as you mentioned, get creative. And you know, think of ways to overcome this. Keep scaling your business. Keep being an asset to your clients. And hopefully, you know, in coming weeks and coming months, things can at least somewhat shape back to normal.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And talking kind of uh, gearing towards, you know, there are some. There's some light at the end of the tunnel. We we saw um, NBA Adam Silver, the commissioner, talk on ESPN about how they're potentially going to ease back into it. They're potentially looking into doing some type of charity competition, uh, regular from separate play to help keep fans engaged. That's something that, is optimi- that makes people a little bit more optimistic. You saw the uh, big three with Ice Cube. he, They uh, were hinting at maybe doing some type of um, – reality tv style competition so there are people becoming more creative um it's not going to get right back to sports you know you you had the masters the you've had the march madness all this postponed and the scheduling or canceled it's going to be going to be a headache to fix that but we'll see like you know adam silver just went on there are some updates you've seen high profile people get it nobody's invincible so you know, uh, you know, for, for coronavirus, it's, it's going to be a topic of conversation for the next month, but we don't necessarily want it to to weigh us down and, and kind of sulk about it. We got to be creative and focus on the positive. So, um, you know, there are things that are happening with this interview with Adam Silver that, you know, gets people to look forward to it. But um, gearing shift to – let's focus just on the NFL, I guess, for right now because, you know, this past week, that's what um, – Entailed most of the news most of the updates you briefly mentioned about the NFL draft and in, in Vegas and the implications on that but we had the NFL PA and the NFL came up with a collective bargaining agreement and then it also just started uh, the, the free agency. So let's dive into that a little bit. What was your reaction for, for this week? Or how, how are you feeling? It's
1: it's great. And you know, I think uh, talking to some other people in the industry a very very happy that at least the nfl has you know allowed the free agency uh you know kind of period to begin obviously guys you know there's going to be somewhat limitations in terms of next steps and exactly you know it's going to be different from previous uh, other years and in, in terms of the steps guys can't just go and take their physical sign their contracts it's going to be somewhat of a little prolonged process but at least guys are getting signed you know the money It's the only entertainment I think we're getting in sports right now, and it's been very, very unique. You've seen a lot of monster names. I mean, at the end of the day, you think about it between uh, the coronavirus, God God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant, and then uh, Tom Brady, you know, two, obviously, with what happened to Kobe a couple months back, and then Tom Brady, who's uh, on the Mount Rushmore for NFL players after 20 years is going to a new team. It's like everything that's gone on in the first quarter of this year is beyond comprehension. But going back towards free agency, and my point with that is, you know, I wonder what the ripple effects of Tom going to Tampa is going to be. You know, what guys are going to follow? Yesterday, Todd Gurley, who was, to me, two years ago, a top two, top three running back in the NFL, was cut. um, And the Rams ended up eating a boatload of cap. So it shows you how you how bad I think that situation got. And mm-hmm. uh, Then for us, you know, uh, from a clientele standpoint for us, you know, we, we're very excited. Guys like James Bradbury coming to our uh, our backyard, which we're, we're beyond happy about. A guy like that who extremely great guy, uh, obviously to me, guy like that extremely underrated on the football field. Because at the end of the day, the guy has played uh, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas and Mike Evans. Covering those guys um, six games a year in the last several years thats a, that is a tough, tough task as a cornerback. Uh, and, um, you know, very excited for him to be coming to the Giants. I think there's going to be a ton of opportunities for him uh, across the board, you know, from a branding perspective, as well as kind of just building his presence and getting into different uh, ventures and initiatives that he hopes to get post-career. And then watching Devon Kennard, who's been a client of mine for a long time now and a very, very close friend, seeing him going back to his hometown of Arizona, kind of like that hometown hero. Uh, So, you know, there's there's still for us keeping the positive energy, um, you know, and you're seeing a lot of guys get paid and you're seeing a lot of, you know, watching Kyle Van Noy in the linebacker market kind of get reshaped and restructured, making, you know, 11, 12 plus million dollars a year. Very, very unique stuff that I think is going to uh, at least keep us entertained for the time being.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and to kind of piggyback off that, some other notable um, swaps or changes, you have DeAndre Hopkins. Well, he,
1: yeah, the, I believe. Never, and I apologize to cut yeah. you off, there was no part of me that ever foresaw that happening. No part of me.
0: You thought you thought the Texans were going to um, extend it or pay the big bucks to keep them on there? Absolutely.
1: At the end of the day, when you have a top three, he's been a top three wide receiver in the NFL, at least I would say five in the last seven years, six of the last seven years, legitimately top three, along with chemistry is a tough thing to build with quarterbacks and wide receivers.
0: That's why, if
1: you ask Tom Brady, the big, big reason why he was probably not willing to stay around at this point. Outside of Edelman, he's not had as many security blankets over the years that he's been uh, you know, accustomed to having. You've seen what Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins have built, you know, knowing where a guy is. You watch that with some of the best quarterbacks and receivers, even, even though Ben and A.B. didn't have the best off-the-field relationship mm-hmm. on the field, the chemistry, just knowing where the ball was going to be and the player was going to be. You don't see that often. So I, I was very, very shocked that they, uh, they, they dealt him, especially yeah. for what they got in return.
0: Yeah, it it seemed a little bit lopsided, but then even kind of going back to Tom Brady, um, something I thought was an interesting stat is that um, no team that has hosted uh, the Super Bowl has won the Super Bowl. So it's supposed to be in Tampa this next year. That could be an interesting storyline there. Um, They were also, you know, talking about potentially bringing on uh, Tom Brady, wanted to bring on Antonio Brown but then I think it was quickly shut down by the Bucs uh, GM and executives. So we'll see what type, types of people are recruited to Tampa Bay now just because of Tom. Um, and then kind of broader as well, there's some other, you know, big notable drops. You have Joe Flacco. He, he got released from the Broncos for uh, failing to be uh, physical. You have Clay, uh, Clay Matthews as well, uh, freeing up some cap space on the Rams, but really big names that are hitting the market. And um, what do what do you think what's going to happen today, or what, anything that you might predict, like that could happen?
1: I mean, still, I, I saw this morning that uh, Todd Gurley, I think, signed a one year with the Falcons, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Which uh, you know, and and there's still a lot of there's still a lot of free agent, a lot of big name free agent talent still on the market. I mm-hmm. mean, even a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, you see what he did in the latter part of last year, uh, once he was traded to the Forty a Guy like that. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, still on the market. Absolutely, uh, absolutely incredible. You still yeah. got J. T. on Clowney, um, you know, Mike Daniels, Logan Ryan, Von Bell, Demaryius Randall, Snacks Harrison, the Damakazu, Shelby Harris. I mean, there's some still. And that's just on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still see a lot of a lot of big deals coming in the next uh, you know in the next several days.
0: Absolutely. And um, let's, let's talk a little bit about the collective bargaining agreement where that just came out this week. Um, we can talk about maybe just what you've seen players' reactions to be to, to recap. Um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. They're removing a preseason game, increasing one regular season game, increasing one player, one uh, each team. Ha- uh, there's an extra team in each division. So, yeah. um, there's almost two to three extra weeks, so a little bit extra money, but a lot more physically demanding throughout the season. But what are your thoughts on the CBA?
1: You know, I a lot of my guys, talking to a multitude of my clients, they were split on it. A lot of them, a couple of my guys are actually the, the reps for their teams, and I really got to see a little more regarding why somebody voted yes versus no, but I also saw on the other side uh, regarding – like you said, adding additional adding additional labor and you know obviously physical demanding activity. Um, you know, I think I think there was definitely aspects of you know both sides of it. And I think adding the extra game, I like it. I think if the money is there, I think they have to increase it a little more. The other part, what I thought was unique, adding the extra percent, which was. I want to say it was $150 million, 47 to 48% of the revenue split that the guys were going to start seeing. Now, I think it was about 150 million. And I think they were trying to get it up a little more, but even that, that was a nice win for them. I think the, the, the major concern for a lot of guys, why somebody would vote no the long-term aftermath and making sure Mm -hmm. you're taken care of. And, um, you know, from a physical standpoint, I think that is the big reason why guys were still not OK, as well as, you know, minimums were increased, which was good for rookies, for the vets, which I was impressed by. But, uh, you know, there, there's a little bit of both sides. I do like adding the extra uh, the extra team to each conference for the playoffs. At the end of the day, if you're a big NFL fan, you're always going to say the season's too short. So Mm -hmm. by extending it from a fan standpoint, you're definitely going to appreciate that. Uh, As well, as see a little more, I think, um, you know, I think it's going to be a little more competitive towards the latter part of the season, uh, adding those two dynamics. And I was always for cutting down the preseason. To me, there's maybe one week of preseason that's even remotely relevant for anybody. The Mm -hmm. rest, at the end of the day, guys are in training camp for, you know, they're in training camp doing what they're supposed to do that to me should be the uh kind of the uh, let's watch and see what this guy has and see if he's worth keeping on our 53-man roster and then obviously lastly the salary cap which anybody that is a football junkie and into the business side of it you come to appreciate how you know the numbers trickle down and how each contract is a ripple effect
0: yeah absolutely and for the, the CBA that just got approved this week, um, they've been going back and forth negotiating behind closed doors. The, it was passed a, uh, 1,019 votes yes and then 959 votes no. So it's a very split decision, and, and it seems like the league still will be mixed with if they like it or not. Um, there's some other notable changes with marijuana, not going to be on uh, the, the drug test. Um, I, I might be getting the wording wrong with that, but there's something along that lines and there's increased benefits for retired um, NFL players. So there's a lot, that, I mean, the CBA is like a thousand page document. There's some tons of things to break down on it, but um, any other notable changes or updates that were kind of caught your interest or maybe uh, the players that you're working with that were, were happy about it?
1: You know, that's a very fair question, I think, just with everything that has gone on. Um, <clears throat> I was very in tune with it leading up to it. I would say over the last week and a half, I have not had to have those discussions with the guys uh, just based on everything going on with the world. But as soon as I do, I absolutely would love to kind of reiterate that part, that question to you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I guess to recap, like we kind of broke down a lot of the top sports biz news stories. Um kind of what's the day in the life for for max you know especially during this kind of busy season for for nfl free agency like what's it like how's your phone ring and what's the relationships that you're managing throughout the day
1: are we talking about uh, aside from coronavirus or included
0: yeah i'm just saying kind of like what's the day in the life of max right now during nfl free agency
1: i uh, to be honest i'm on my toes You know, like I said, some of our guys are shifting teams and especially guys that we kind of handle a full managerial role for uh, getting them prepared. You know, obviously, once they transition into a new team, got to make sure that they, you know, we fight, we setting them up regarding relocation, make sure their family and everybody involved is, uh, you know, making sure all logistics are handled from that standpoint, obviously hitting the ground running in that city, um, you know, in that market regarding not only from a marketing endorsement activation standpoint, but aligning them on the PR side, aligning them within the community. You know, we had two exclusive clients that were Walter Payton man of the year, uh, nominations for their teams last year. So philanthropic side, we don't, you know, we don't handle the foundation side internally. We have a partnership with several companies that handle that, but in terms of community, uh, outreach community work, we're handling that for our guys. And, um, you know, again, another big part of my business that I've really tried to hone in on and grow is putting aligning my guys with the right individuals, like mm. yourself, like, uh, you know, if guys are interested in real estate, you know, we have such a, a wide network and a, a diverse network of individuals who are involved in commercial industrial real estate properties, uh, you know, in the residential market. Um, know whether guys are interested in venture cap aligning them with guys like wayne kimmel at 76 capital um you know other people in different venture cap um you know areas and ventures uh as well as just about any other industry whether they're entrepreneurial interests if uh, culinary uh, everything across the board so for us on a day-to-day i think the best part is no day is true you know obviously you're doing a lot of the same stuff and involved in the same uh, components and logistics, but at the end of the day, everything is different. It's fun being able to offer such a wide range of services to guys. And a big thing I've always said to NFL professional athletes as a whole, uh, a lot of these contract contract agents are remarkable at what they do. They capitalize, and maximize earnings on the field. But I always tell them, separate your on the field and your off the field representation, because I think there's a lot more out there in 2020 than there was at any other point in time. And a lot of times, these uh, these on the field and on the court agencies, they're not going to be able to give guys the looks, uh, the attention, and the relationships and the introductions that uh, you know that a company that specializes specializes in that would. So that's kind of what we try and pride ourselves on.
0: That's amazing, and you, and you you do a great job at at uh, managing and all these relationships and brands and and keeping everything uh, calm, especially during chaos. So. Applaud you for that and um, you know we'll keep things rolling to the next segment of sports biz events so this is a really short segment because usually we curate the best events uh, in sports to a calendar so we help you save time and money we give away free tickets we give away discounts to events as we already discussed there's no events going on it's pretty much illegal to have an event uh, over five people um, so yeah for this um, you know to stay tuned we're looking to do something very innovative an online event um, we're rallying around the right people and the right stakeholders, and it, it'll be really charity focused. Um, but we're trying to create a global campaign, get people around the world that's working in sports to get around this movement. So we'll keep everyone that's listening or reading the newsletter posted um, about that um, moving on to sports biz careers. So we curate the best uh, six uh, new jobs that just posted up that we found on LinkedIn through our network, whoever sends it to us, we curate that. So starting off with the Manhattan Sports Business Academy. I've been mentioning this every week. I'm the program director for that. It's an eight-week summer immersion program where we get the best college students that want to break into the industry. We pair them with mentors. We place them in an internship. We find them uh, various opportunities to network through our events that we put on ourselves and speaker series and workshops. So we've been doing it since 2012. Applications are still open. We're finalizing this class, so go apply at www go msba.com um some other jobs that that recently posted up um, morning consultant uh they're looking for an editor in the brands sports and entertainment division they post out weekly newsletters and report on sports facebook this is a really cool job that i just saw open up on linkedin for communications associate uh communications associate for their sports partnerships department um so that just recently opened up and uh that's included in the newsletter if you aren't subscribed um, three more jobs that we're highlighting are the New York Mets coordinator for venue services, uh, Walt Disney, they just opened up a job for manager of sports brand solutions at Direct to Consumer and International, that division of Walt Disney company. And then finally, IMG sponsorship sales manager at Athletic Con. So those are the top six uh, sports biz careers that we're showcasing. If you're listening and you want a job featured in the newsletter, or if you want us to help, you know, Pair you with somebody in our network. We're happy to do that. Um, I'll, I'll throw it to you, Max. If you have any um, openings at your company or people that you might know, it's it's a little difficult times, obviously, with what's going on with the economy. But um, wanted to kind of throw you the spotlight. If you if you know any careers or maybe people that would be be good for any of this,
1: absolutely. And you know, obviously, as you mentioned, just everything going on, you want to try and give people as much opportunity uh, as things start to shape back to normal down the road. Uh, We are still open for our summer internships. Anybody that is, uh, you know, a potential candidate absolutely can email us at info at Max with two X's, MGMT.co, info at MaxMGMT.co. Very interested to see all the different candidates, especially uh, people that Nick yourself may recommend
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: and obviously always keeping an eye out for uh, different jobs in the industry obviously based on what you guys post our guys at front off or friends at front off the sports and uh, as well as some other sports marketing agencies always keep a lookout. i think there's always uh, revolving opportunity and you know you just got to find the one that fits for you and hopefully uh, hopefully get that up that chance to open the door and show people what you're capable of
0: yeah and I like that a lot. I'd be happy to send people your way for this summer internship and then kind of just my outlook on this is that, you know, um the 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 cream always rises to the top. If you're really valuable, people, companies will need you more than ever. So it's just shifting that um value uh, proposition where it's like this is a difficult time and you're the go-to person, guy or girl to kind of help this company prevail from that. So it's all a mindset, it's all about practicing what you preach. So Um, you know, I'm, I'm an open book, happy to be a resource to anyone listening, um, about navigating through those difficult times. Um, I'm going through it with you in a way, but, uh, you know, love giving back. So, um, yeah, to wrap it up, Max, if there's any kind of parting words or forms of advice or anything that you kind of want to end it out on, especially with what's going on and maybe any light that you can put on this.
1: I would say, honestly, for everybody, just stay positive. Uh, you know i see, i don 't like being cliche, but right now, be kind to people around you. be supportive, be respectful, uh, do everything you can in terms of just as a uh, as a society to help one another, but from a business standpoint, all we can do right now is do the best we can, uh, like you said, get innovative, get creative, uh, work cohesively with different people to you know, put the right things in place, at least for, you know, be an asset to your clients, be an asset to your business, uh, be an asset to your peers and anybody around you. And uh, that's, to me, that's all we can do right now. And, and at Max Management, we're staying positive. And we hope that, uh, you know, we hope that everybody stays safe and we're going to continue working hard, even during the tough times.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, to wrap this up, you know, uh, for all those listening or or, or reading the newsletter, go connect with uh, Max on LinkedIn, go follow them on social media, check out all the great work they're doing. It's very impressive. Um, If you haven't already, go subscribe, like, give us a five star review, wherever you can do podcasts, Sports Biz Pod, Um, connect with us on social media at Sports Biz Group. Uh, We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to get your suggestions, whatever it may be. Um, We're constantly learning and finding new ways to make this podcast better. So um, thank you so much for everyone tuning in and and looking forward to seeing you back uh, next Tuesday. Cheers.
1: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history.